Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Jamie Ivey is creator and host of the popular podcast, The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey, a central gathering place for talking about life and Jesus. Jamie told the raw, redemptive story that brought her to this place in her debut book, If You Only Knew. Now she's telling the story that keeps her going and frames her God-empowering message to women today. Welcome, Jamie Ivey. Jamie Ivey with us today! Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi, guys! <laughs> Hey, Jamie's here. We're so excited. I'm oh my so gosh. happy to be with you guys. Seriously, like I have been looking forward to this for so long. And especially when I saw you guys do that live and I just stumbled <laughs> upon it. And then you're like, we're talking about Jamie Ivy. And my first thought was, oh my gosh, they don't know I'm here. Like, I think, what if they're going to say something bad? I didn't think <laughs> you guys would, but it was like, I think I should leave. <laughs> It's like when you walk in on your parents talking about you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow! Oh no! That was a magical moment because we got some good questions from our <laughs> listeners. So some context, guys. We asked uh, our Instagram followers to send us questions for Jamie, and we did it in an Instagram live. And Jamie just so happened to be there, and we're like, "Oh gosh, this is getting awkward, <laughs> but really awesome." So we have some good questions later that we'll go through. Yay! Well, I'm so happy we- all that. Time. We are so excited that you're here and we're going to get to those listeners, but right now we have to play a special game. So if you're ready for it, let's play. A special game. One we've never, ever played. Oh, a special game. Get ready. All right. All right. Are you ready? We got a special game with our special guest. Jamie Ivy, and this is just really simple. You know, you you've written a book called "You Be You," so we wanted to find out about you. These are all just to ask, what are your preferences? We'll chime in with ours, but let's let's start with the first question. What's your preference on toilet paper? Is it over or under? A hundred percent over. Oh, one hundred percent. Jenny, what's yours? He's agreed. Agreed. I don't agree. Okay, whoever puts it under, I am confused. I don't understand why they're doing this. It doesn't make sense to me. I confession, change it in public <gasps> restrooms if it's under. I can't stand it. I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. Okay, can't handle it. All right. Do you still do that with COVID <laughs> happening? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. So what's your preference on egg yolk? Solid or runny? Solid in between, running. in between. Can I do that? In between. Like I, I don't want it to take over the whole plate, oh. but I don't want it. If it's a, if it's okay. a fried egg, I want it to have a little bit of yellow. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. If you got the toast, you got to yeah. do dip. Yeah. 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 Okay. I understand, that. I understand that. I'm, I'm a fully solid egg yolk person. I will never See? in my life look, be able to do anything so like running with an egg. Okay. And, so, and, and get all the yolk oh. up and eat it. It's too much. No, I agree. no, yeah. no, 
No, it's I I can't. I in my soul I can't. All right, but what's your preference on this? Peanut butter, creamy or crunchy? I gotta know. Um, I probably choose creamy most often. Hmm. Okay. Okay. You want to know the ironic thing is I, I do choose crunchy every now and then, but only for ramen. I use crunchy peanut butter in ramen noodles. Like as a sauce or you just put it straight on some ramen. You <sighs> so might, when I mean, you I put it in with the hot, yeah. when you put it in with the hot noodles, it becomes like this peanut base and I mean, it's so, it makes your ramen creamy. It's so delicious. Okay. That was just a little know. life hack. Jamie, your we husband does all your husband does all the cooking cooking. I feel like he, would he endorse such a thing? I don't know. I don't know that he would actually do that, Candace, <laughs> but I'll let him know about it and see if next time he's making ramen, I'll just throw out some crunchy PB and see what he says. Okay. Okay. Just say, hey, it's on the counter. I need to know what you're gonna do with this in this moment. Yeah. yeah. And see if he figures it out. Well, I'd love to say that we're able to move on, but I'm getting the rainbow wheel on my keynote here. Y'all, oh I'm goodness. not even kidding. This is I know. so I know. It's so it's so unprofessional. I will tell y'all this while you're trying to figure out your rainbow wheel. Um, yeah. I put uh, salt on my apples and then peanut butter on that. And it makes oh. the best snack. Oh, oh, salt. Why do you do the salt first? Good. Because uh, it sticks to the apple, and that's how I like it. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Clips and tricks, you guys. Well, there you go. You heard it first. This is, this is that's right. a cooking show. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I, I, I we like do frozen it. pizza multiple times a week, so I need all the advice I can get. Just saying. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm going to back this up. Let me start right here at the um, next slide. So I'll edit this in. Um, but for some reason, it just decided that it, my computer said rainbow wheel today is what you're going to get every time that you try to look at that. So can you guys so. okay, go ahead? All right. All right. I got a question for you. I'm All right. Sorry. Next one. <laughs> Jamie. So clearly what is your preference on earrings? Is it feathers or hoops? Because I'm having a hard time seeing right now. <laughs> I, I just, I don't even know why this question is out there because I love some big old leather feather earrings. Uh, that's like, yes. what I, that's what I do. So yeah, I'm going to go with the feathers all day. I knew this. I custom made that question for you just to be honest. All right. Now on talent shows, what's your preference? Is it American Idol or The Voice? This I haven't big. seen American Idol since Kelly Clarkson was on it. And we watch The Voice often in our house. So we'll oh. go with The Voice. Okay. Okay. That's, that's pretty, mm -hmm. pretty intentional is what that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your preference on this? Theme parks. Are you a roller coaster or Ferris wheel? I'm not getting on a roller coaster, you guys. I'm too old. I'm an Enneagram six. I'm 100% certain it's going to fall off. And so I am like, my coffee I am the person who they buckle your belt and I raise my hand. Come check mine. Check mine. I'm like, my kids are embarrassed. I make them double check my belt. Yeah. Uh, so I'll get on yes. a Ferris wheel and hate it the whole time. But that's what I would pick. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ferris wheels frighten me. They fright, they scare the fire out of me. I'm not even going to lie. Well, what's but I'm glad. A Ferris wheel or your belt not working on the roller coaster? Um, yeah, my arm strength is not capable of holding my <laughs> fat self up. There's no way. There's no way. You're right. You're right. Roller coaster. You converted me so quick. So quick. 
right. All right. And then what's your preference in 90s music? Girl, are you TLC or SWV? We got to know. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love yes. from me. Hang out best friends ride. Trying to holla Sing at me. TLC all holla the way. at me. Yep. Mm, mm. That's good. Come on now. Come on. About, I know I keep sidetracking you guys with this fast game. Come but on. 90s on. music. You know, we like, I, I have a, I got a new car and it has where you can pick 90s music. And so I play it all the time. And anytime like a 90s rap comes on and the kids are in the car, I'm so mad because I have to change it. Yeah. So I always like, I, I say these like shallow prayers when I get in my car by myself. God, can you just get some like dirty 90s rap on so I can listen to it without my kids? <laughs> because you guys. <laughs> The songs we used to sing are not okay. They're not. They're not. They're okay. not. So. They're not. Um, yeah. Salt and pepper. Shoop. My mm-hmm. goodness. Mm-hmm. The first time that rap came on, I was like, oh, here I go. Here I go. Oh my gosh. Never again. <laughs> yes. That yeah. I know. I know. It's bad. I know. I know. Okay. Well, last one here. What is your preference on the obsessions that I know a lot of our listeners have that we, we've got lots of people that. They're obsessed with either tacos or pumpkin spice. It's a hot debate. You know, are tacos better than pumpkin spice? Is pumpkin spice better than tacos? Now you're a Texas girl, so so don't don't hurt me here. But what you got? Tacos, hands down, all day long. Number one, <laughs> I don't like pumpkins. So there's that. Oh. <laughs> wow, you said it. You said it here. Well, come on now. That was stinking fun. I feel like we got to know you a little bit better. A little bit better. But I think um, in order to really know you, we've got to we've got to go to we said what? Come on now, what do we say? Okay, so that was awesome. In Jamie's new book, UBU, she shares how you yeah. should have success and satisfaction, and it's not what we normally think, you guys. So she writes things like these these quotes: "Girl, you got this. You are enough." hustle more, get things done. You can do anything you put your mind to. You're your own boss. And she says that encouragement can be lacking. So Jamie, can you walk us through the process of how you redefine success? Oh, yes. All of those statements that you just said, A, I've said them a thousand times, B, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. And C, they're not entirely wrong by any means. Like, it's not like, oh, that's like wrong. You can't say that. I think that they fall short. And the reason I think they fall short is because all of those statements are creating this idea that if you just work hard enough, everything will work out well. And Mm. all of us have lived enough life to know there's not enough working hard to make all of our lives go the exact way we would want them to go. Like life is hard. COVID shows up. Somebody gets a diagnosis. Marriage is struggle. Your kids act a fool. You know, Mm. like you don't get into the college you wanted to. Life is just difficult. And so I think that flipping the switch a little bit of saying like, okay, like I do believe in you. I do believe that you can do big things. And I believe you can do those because of Jesus. Like, I believe that he is not only the reason for the season, you guys, but he is the reason (laughs) that anybody has success or satisfaction or anything. So this whole idea of success is a moving target. Like one day you think you're a success because you do this. And the next day culture says, oh, actually it's now this, you got to, you got to move up a little bit more. And so I think that we should be women who not are afraid of success. Like I want to be success. You guys want a successful show. Like this is like the most fun show I've been on in a long time. You guys Ooh, are killing it. Say it again for the people in the back. It's true. But at the end of the day, like how do you measure if you're putting a good show on again, right. There are measurements. There are like downloads. There are all the things. Metrics. Yeah. 
metrics, right. And those metrics are in everything. There's metrics in uh, if you're a school teacher, if you're a banker, if you're fill in the blank. But I think just chasing those metrics is exhausting and draining mm. and not satisfying. And I think that when we chase being faithful, that we mm. do find that satisfaction and we do find our own success right where we are. So for you guys with mm. your show, like if you guys are like, listen, we're going to be faithful to what God's asked us to do. This is the way we're going to use our voices, our influence, our gifts, our talents. At the end of the day, yeah. if you're not the number one podcast in the world, you're do you quit doing what you're doing? No, you say we're mm. going to do right where we are, who we're influencing because it matters. And so that's what's yeah. been really good for me. Yeah. Um, that feels so healthy. Like it feels healthy in my, my core when you talk about not chasing metrics, but chasing success. Cause in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I, I can't help. And I, I feel like everybody, if they were freaking honest, would say this too. I can't help but feel a little bit of failure when I don't see a metric that I wanted to see be a little bit higher or a little bit more um, on the side of, man, I had this goal. So how do you find that satisfaction and success when you don't meet the goals? I think there's nothing wrong with goals. Like I am mm -hmm. a maker. I'm a list maker. Like I felt not successful yesterday because here's my to-do list. And like only three things are scratched off so <laughs> it with me today and I'm going to work on it again. But so like, there's nothing wrong with making goals. There's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, yeah. we want to reach this level. Um, but here's what I want to encourage you and myself and anyone else that's listening is that those things aren't wrong in and of themselves. Mm. But I think when we start to believe that we're not worthy, we're not doing what God asked us to do. We're not mm. building up the kingdom. We're not being ourselves because we don't meet some standard that somebody else has set for us. I think yeah. that's where our soul goes to die is we're just like, we cannot, <laughs> yeah. we can't meet it. And so I, uh, this example, you guys will understand because you're podcasters and I think it can be relative to other people. I use this example all the time because it was so huge for me is I've been podcasting for six and a half years. A couple of years into that, the place I was hosting my podcast came and they said, Hey, we've been doing numbers all wrong. You thought you had this many downloads. It's actually this many. And for me, my personal show is 50% less. Okay. Okay. So I felt like a success on a Thursday, woke up on a Friday and I'm a failure. I should quit. I should never uh -huh. even speak uh -huh. into a microphone again. I'm the worst mm -hmm. person that's ever lived. You see where that took me? Mm -hmm. But the thing is my job, my faithfulness to the show I want to create, nothing changed overnight. And so I had to go wow. through this journey of feeling like, okay, even if they say I'm only getting this, God, I'm going to do what you asked me to do. And mm -hmm. so honestly, for me, Candace, that's where I quit caring about the numbers. Now, let me be clear. Yes. Somebody has to care about them on my team or I don't have a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'm not saying like, yes. who cares? But what I'm saying is I have to be so committed to what God's asked me to do. And I think you can use that example across the board with so many different life stages of being committed to what God wants you to do. Um, mm. It's been freeing for me. Yeah, that's, that's so good. good. I feel like I'm just going to have a personal counseling session here, Jamie. So I love everything you're saying. My personality type tends to love to work. I love to work. And it can get unhealthy real fast. I can like strive mm. for those metrics and I Ooh. feel convicted about it all the time. But how do you embrace your talents and your gifts, but not change them to meet the metrics? Like, how do you reset your mindset Ooh. 
so you're not going Ooh, there. It's so good. Great. Good, good, good. It is. Um, it's hard, especially what's your Enneagram type? This is not a show about Enneagram, but I'm just curious. I'm a three. So I'm the one that does stuff, gets stuff done. And like seven, I'm a Candace is a seven. I'm a six, which is why You're I don't ride roller coasters because that seat belt <laughs> probably doesn't work. Um, so I think that even as much as we like know and love to talk about the Enneagram, I think this plays into it a little bit is why I asked. Yeah. Yeah, some personalities are going to feel like this is they're going to hear exactly what you're saying and say, this is me. Other people are going to be like, oh, I don't I don't even think like that. Like that would never cross my day, right. in my mind in right. the middle of the day. So mm -hmm. I think it's important to have the conversation, too, about like, what is it for you? And that is what it is for you. Um, mm. I think the hard part about this is do you have people in your life? This I don't want this to be a counselor. I'm not a counselor. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I, I literally am a podcaster, guys. Um, but I always would like to think like, are there people in your life who can call out things that are unhealthy? Um, yeah. and that would yeah. be whether that's work or parenting or idolizing your marriage or like working out seven hours a day, which dear lord. Clearly I do. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that was my yeah, I'm, I'm going to counseling for that. Same. We all have our struggles, you guys. And some of us need to not work out as much. Um, Tacos. So, yeah, exactly. No, but my the thing is, like, I think it's really important that we have people in our lives who love us and we trust them. Um, I always like to have friends who I say love God more than they love me, which means mm. they're coming at me um, not to fix me or to change me or to be better than it's me, good. but they're coming at me like, I love God so much that I want to be a friend who can call these things out into you. So I think that would be one thing is like yeah. do you have people who we're inviting into our world to speak into our hard, difficult places. Mm. Wow. Wow. So good. It's yeah. so good. Well, I can't see any other natural progression than for us to have a story to follow this because I think it's worthy of it. This is the best thing I've ever been a part of. I just need you guys to know. And when I don't know, can, no one can see me when that little segue is on, right? Because no, I'm like, dancing. <laughs> so this is so fun. Well, I tell right, you what, this, this, this story time, we love to baby, basically just go back and ask, okay, what's something that you would tell your 20 something year old self? What's a story that you could say? This is important. My 20 something year old self needs to know this from where I'm standing today. Uh, before I was following Jesus, I would tell my 20 year old self, self to stop having sex is what I would tell my 20 year old self. Um, oh, okay. okay. What? Sorry. Okay. I, I was, I was, I was a, I was a crazy girl. You guys, um, here, this is, this has been, is it okay if it's serious? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Drink more water, moisturize your face. Like, no, none of those things. <laughs> those things matter. But listen, let's be real. Um, I think honestly, I'm like, there's some been some things. I'm, I'm 42, and so going back half of my life, um, one thing I would want my 20 year old self to map to know is that small steps of obedience really do matter. Um, and mm -hmm. the the small things that you think it's not that big of a deal. Um, hmm. Nobody will know. This is not going to hurt anyone but me. I've just walked through some things with some 
friends and that just go, wow, we just missed a lot of small steps of obedience here. And that's how we ended up where we are. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would tell my 20 year old self um, that. And then also, honestly, Aaron and I got married at, I was 23 and marriage mm -hmm. was for us. And I know that's not everyone's story. Marriage was super easy and fun for us. And it always has been. It still is. I know. And it's so awesome. marriage has not ever been this big, huge struggle for us. I have a long list of other things. So don't think that there's nothing there. <laughs> uh, but marriage has always been super fun and good. Um, but we have had some hard seasons within these 19 years. Mm. And I think that's hard to believe as a young in love. Everything is fairy tale girl. And so I think I would want to say yeah. to my 20 year old self, like <clears throat> invest in this marriage because in 20 years and 25 and 30, 40 years, whatever, the things that are exciting you today might not be the same in 20, 30, 40 years. And so to invest yeah. in your marriage, like emotionally and spiritually and friendship wise, mm. because those are the things that are going to matter when the the should hits the fan and life gets really crazy. So there's that. Mm. How old were you? Because I've heard a little story here as well. When you landed your dream job and, and you decided to show up as yourself, was that yeah. in your twenties or was no. that? No, no, no. Later on. Okay. It was way later on. I need everyone to know. This is what I think is so encouraging to young girls as well, is that everything you see that I'm doing today has been in the last six years and I'm 42. So do the math. Um, when I, I can't in, do that math. Can you? I don't, like what, I don't 37, two, four. Oh, sounds about right. Something like that. <laughs> Carry the one and then pull it down to the bottom. Ooh. I don't know. Um, so I was 36 um, when I started this podcast um, in wow. 2011. So nine years ago, I, mm -hmm. this is the crazy story is I'm a stay at home mom, four kids. I taught school before we had children. I was a coach and a teacher and loved that. Mm. And the plan always, I'm going to go back and do that when the kids get back in school. Um, but 2011, yeah. um, so if my daughter's 12, she's, oh God, nine, she was three. My youngest was three. And a country radio station here in town had a, they had like this little advertisement on the show that anyone could try out to be the next on-air morning show hosts with this team. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I'm driving thinking, wow, this sounds fun. You know, I'd never spoken to yeah. my phone. I'd never been on a stage. I mean, guys, what you see today was not my life then. I'm the same person, yeah. obviously, but I just didn't right. have this career. And so I tried out, I sent in a 30 second demo or 60 second. I don't know. Can we and hear your radio voice? <laughs> That's really yeah. I, I wish I could find that tape because here's probably what it sounded like. Okay. Hey, Austin, this is Jamie Ivy, and I would like to be your next. I'm sure that's what I sounded like, and that's embarrassing. It's awesome. It's but awesome. Anyhow, I sent it in, and you guys, I ended up freaking winning. Like, I won this contest. Yes. So yes, I am a never done radio, television, nothing. And I end up working on an, a morning show, and I was at DJ and on air at 6 a.m. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I was like, I found my dream job. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. This is my calling. This is my career, all the things. Um, and then, well, not and then, but our family is built on three of our kids are joined our family through adoption. And so our last child had only been home for a year. Wow. And okay. mom going back to work, mom having a crazy schedule. It was very disorienting. It like 
our house just kind of, it was really, really difficult. And so after four mm. months of working my dream job, the best thing I'd ever done, I found my calling, my career, God, you have opened doors. Look at all this. Uh, I decided to quit. And so I left that. Wow. To come home to take care of my kids and just kind of help our family get settled and hardest, best decision ever. Uh, and so, but then that was in 2011. I didn't start my show till 2014. So still just trying to figure out what that meant. And wow. here I am. That's well, I incredible. Think when you talk, I mean, it's awesome. You led with your 20 year old self talking about being obedient and faithful mm -hmm. in all the things. And here you are at the American quote unquote dream of every, like this is a height of success that most communicators dream about right mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. and then here you are just stepping in like god's favors all over it and you still hear god's voice over that meter of success and i'm using air quotes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the success really was you stepping away yeah. and that's 100%. huge jamie 100 yeah. mm. i look back on that and i felt i i if you i don't know how you guys have done with your careers and being um mothers yeah. and all that kind of things and so stay it's at awesome home. amazing <laughs> so never a struggle so stay at home motherhood is a privilege like a lot of people in our country and around the world don't have that privilege it's a privilege um right. but then going to finding this like oh my gosh i get to have this fun every morning i'm on this radio show i felt like you said jenny like i have arrived this is where i'm supposed to do and so listening to god and really feeling like he's asking me to step away it didn't feel fair it didn't feel fun it felt like a, why we go through all this to get here. Um, but it was, it was this, like, I have to be faithful to what God's asking me to do. And in that moment, it looked like quitting a job and coming back home to be with my kids. And mm, wow. I'm thankful for, I'm thankful that I'm thankful that God gives us the Holy spirit and that we have that and that he speaks to us and he leads us and he yeah. guides us or we'd be hot, yeah. more than a hot mess than we already are. So yeah. true. I, I'm like feeling a moment where we just need to like really pause about this because I feel like your words, Jamie, are punching some people in the face, like in the best yeah. way possible, where it's confirming for them like, yeah, that is something God's asked me to step away from or step down from. And for that specific person that your words are impacting, like what, can you just give them like a 20 second pep up talk to just keep, keep showing up the way God's calling them? Yeah, it's so good because sometimes faithful is Faithfulness looks like moving forward. And sometimes faithfulness looks like pulling back. And Ooh, um, come on. And it's the pulling back is really, really hard because our world says push forward all the time. And so yeah. my encouragement yeah. to you, if you're feeling like I've got to let something go, I've got to pull back, I've got to do that, is to to know that in the moment, this feels difficult. It feels horrendous. It feels very, very hard and all the things. But on the other side is that fruit. And you know, I, I talk about this and when Jesus talks about like, bearing fruit his commandment is not to bear fruit his commandment is to abide and so the fruit yeah. comes from abiding like the, you don't just mm. get to pick the fruit you so first good. have to abide and so abiding yeah. is the fruit um that and i also want to be clear is um i'm when i talk about like faithfulness is sometimes pulling back let's also make sure we have good community around us that you're not feeling like oh i need to leave my marriage or i need to you know mm. do something that is totally <laughs> like out of scripture, out of what's happening. Reckless. Like sometimes, yeah. yes, don't, no reckless behavior here, you guys. Um, I'm talking about being sure. faithful to God's word and having people um, pour into you. And then sometimes it feels like stepping back. 
Wow. You know, the one thing that has highlighted to me before we jump into this next section, I have to say it. When you are fully you, which is what I'm hearing, obedient. Like that's really the measure of you finding your identity is being obedient to what God says to do and to how he says to do it. Um, So when you're doing that, God automatically can fast track and accelerate some things that you didn't even know were inside of you because you're thinking, I just won this radio contest. And God's like, girl, I put you to the front of the line. I got something else for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, at the same time that I was having to do that, my friend Jessica Honiger was starting Noonday Collection. And, Mm -hmm. and there was a part of me that was like, why do I have to, why is my faithfulness looks like stepping back and her faithfulness looks like stepping forward? Come on. And so I'm going to be obedient so that I can do what she's doing. That's not my job. That's not what I'm supposed to do. And that's not where faithfulness and fruitfulness and all the things happen. Obedience is dependent on us following what God has for us right now, not what she's doing. Yeah, That is basically this entire book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you look at the Bible characters, I mean, Jonah's obedience looked way different than John the Baptist. You know, I mean, like there's just things that God tells us individually. I think that we forget that. I think Mm -hmm. we look at somebody else that God said to do something. They're like, well, maybe if I do that with sparkles, a hundred percent, then it'll be more successful. And I love how you're just saying, listen to the voice of God, man. Well, since we're going to listen to the voice of God, we're going to jump right into, he said, he said, So weird. It's so weird. Now we're going to talk about the Bible. (laughs) For those of you that are audio only, you missed the greatest segment bumper the world has ever seen. You should catch a live show. Audio only, you need to come to the live show. I'm just saying, you're missing out. It was remarkable. It's never going to get old. But okay, because we didn't get enough of Bible. I mean, you are just speaking so much truth to us. We we want, we're like on the edge of our seats over here. We want to hear more about what the Bible says about success and satisfaction. And Jamie, you wrote in your book, it's not about how much talent you have. It's what you do with it. What's nope. See, I butchered it. You guys, let me try again, Jamie. I got this. My radio (laughs) voice is on. It's not about how much talent you have. It's what you do with what's been given to you. So Jamie, why do you think it's so important to uncover what makes us unique from a biblical perspective? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's this concept of looking around and thinking she has more or she has better. And I think if you back up a little bit, I I also think that we're living in a day and age where certain things are celebrated more. Um, So people Mm. might look at the three of us even and be like, Oh, they're doing great things because they have microphones in front of them and they get to speak to a lot of people, you know? And so that might be like celebrated. Like if I could just be like Candace and Jenny and Jamie, then I will make it. But so that's, that's this reality that we live in, that we all have to fight because listen, there's someone that the three of us are looking at sometimes and we're having to fight <laughs> instead of going, if I could just be like her, you know yeah. what I mean? And so this yeah. isn't, you don't arrive where you don't feel with this anymore. So there's that idea yeah. that we have to put to put to death is that some things are better because they're more public or they're louder or they yep. have followers. And so there's that. Also, Good. I talk about that in the book when I talk about the story, a parable that Jesus teaches about a master who leaves and gives uh, the people that work with him. He leaves them talents 
Um, and in the, in the Bible, it is money, but for the sake of, I think this is okay. No theology person has stopped me yet. And the book is out. So here we go <laughs> that we can also use that for own, our own example of what has God given you, not just monetary, but like your yeah. voice. And when I say your voice, I don't mean like the things that come out of your lips. So what are you saying? Who are you talking to your influence? And everyone is an influencer. You don't have to have so many followers to be an influencer. Everyone is an influencer, which means everyone is influencing somebody. Um, and then maybe just your experience or your gifts or your passions. So the story, the parable that Jesus teaches is he left and he left with one of his servants, uh, five talents. The other one he left two, and the last one he gave one. Hmm. So when we look into this, we might think, well, that really sucks for the person that got one. Like, I, I wish I was the person that got five. But it's not so the story is not about how much each person got. The story is about what they did with their talent. So the master comes back and the person that got five is like, hey, what's mm. up? I doubled it. And the servant's like, I mean, the master, good job. Thank you. Go on. The person that got two comes to the master. I doubled it. I bring you four. He's like, good job. Way to go. Carry on. The person that got one talent comes back when the master comes home and he's like, hey, I was scared. Yeah. I buried it. So here's your one talent back. And his words to him were very, very unkind. Like, get away from me. You did not do what I asked you to do. The person that mm. had five and the person that had two, the numbers were different. They did the exact same thing and that they got the exact same reward from this, the master. And so it's not about what you got, what gifts you were given. It's about what you do with them. And so People who have these gifts that so are good. in the public eye, all of us, we all have a microphone. We all have a show. People think, oh, well, they are really doing good things for the kingdom. But the truth of the matter is all of us do things outside of this that are also yeah. good things for the kingdom that nobody sees. And so all three of us have to be faithful with what God's given us. And he's given us microphones and people that are listening. And so when we stop being faithful to that is when we're going to be in trouble with the master. But there's, mm. everyone has to be faithful with what God has given them, everybody. And so some people mm. that faithfulness looks like, okay, I have, I mean, I don't have this, but some people have this really, really amazing gift of cooking. Okay. And I don't mean that lightly or to make a joke, but I, I'm right. not good at that. I used to, when Me people either. would have a baby, like when I was a, a really like early and being married, I'd be like, I'm going to sign up because that's what a good Christian woman does. She brings <laughs> meals to the women after they have babies. And so I would sign up on the meal train. I would do mm -hmm. all the things I would, I would be yep. so stressed out at following a recipe and cooking it that Aaron would come home. My husband, he would usually have to fix what I messed up. And then he's stressed out because he's fixing a meal that I signed up for that we're not even going to eat. And one day Aaron said, why, why do you sign up? And I'm like, I think I'm supposed to, like, I just think <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is what you do. Should you should, you should. do. You should. Yep. And Aaron was like, but you're not good at that. And that's okay. Like he wasn't being mean, but literally I'm not good at making meals for other people. I can this barely make so much freedom in my life. In my house. <laughs> so and so I, I, that's kind of a funny example, but it's so true is that I, that's not what I'm good at. But yeah. there are some people, you guys, yeah. who they get so much joy and they do so much good by serving yeah. people that way. And listen, we need them and they matter. And that gift is important. I'm not going to bring you a meal. I can order something on Amazon and it can be to you in two days. And that's great. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah. just the idea yeah. of going, Hey, I'm going to use what God gave me for the kingdom. Um, and it's not about how much it's about what you do with it. Quality over mm. quantity. That's what we're looking at mm. here. Mm. That, you know, I think the thing that stuck out oh. to me the most, um, it, it, you're saying that the two results 
and the rewards of the master were the same, even though the results were different from those. You know, I think that we are living in a, a time right now that is dangerous. And when I say dangerous, I mean like it is dangerous in this Christian celebrity space, um, comparison space where we feel as though the measure of what we have and what we're doing and even almost this guilt and this shaming that we, we so casually just butter. I mean, like we just spread it like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. But just no deep down, God's not going to be as happy with you if you don't have this happen in your life as well. And what you're really pointing out from what he says and what scripture is dictating to us is that you may have different results. You may have different reach. You may have different capabilities, but the faithfulness is what he rewards. And, And I just don't know if people were expecting to get a faithfulness conversation out of this, but if there's ever a time in our lives where we just need to be freaking faithful, it's right now. We need to show up. You know, as a mom, I'm telling you, I'm ticked off all the time trying to share my Wi-Fi in this house with virtual kids learning at school and trying to figure out who's taking my bandwidth right now. (laughs) But at the same time, when all said and done, these kids are going to remember how did mom treat us? Man, I'm getting emotional here. How did mom treat us and love us as a mom? Because she was faithful to loving and faithful to stepping into the role as mama Mm -hmm. to us, not as anything else. And I feel like we forget that who we are, God's given us capabilities to just show up, be faithful, no matter where we're at and what we're doing. Yep. It's a good conversation, Jamie. It's hitting me deep. Mm. It's good stuff. It's good. It's good. And uh, I'm just... I'm so sad to think about the women who will get towards the end of their life and look back. And I, I'm not big on regret. I'm not big on like shame or, or what, but, but I don't, I'll, I'll use myself for an example then. So I don't throw anyone under the bus here. I don't want to get to the end whenever that might be, whether that's tomorrow mm. or whether that is when I'm 85, like nobody knows. I don't want to get to the end. And again, this is a, this is, this doesn't actually happen because when we show up before Jesus, like, you know, but I I don't want, let me say this. Look, I'm, I'm rumbling. I'm I'm rambling here. I don't want to be on my deathbed because this is where this could happen. I don't want to be on my deathbed. Yeah. I spent so much time wishing away what God had given me and wishing for what he had given someone else. Mm -hmm. I just, Mm -hmm. I I, I don't Mm want to be there. And I don't think anyone actually wants to be there. You know, I don't think anyone would be like, I want to, can I have that life? No, nobody actually wants that. And so to me, I'm like, well, then let's do something about it. Then let's quit like watching other people on Instagram thinking that we, if we were more like them, we'd be better because it's all fake. You don't know them. Like that's, that's not their real life. Like, yeah, don't want to be like me. Cause what I don't show you on Instagram is like me yelling at my kids this morning. Cause no one can take the trash out. I mean, you know, like that's not on Instagram, but <laughs> Who it was. Again? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and so I just don't want to be, I don't want to have those feelings. And so yeah, not to shame anyone, but to encourage, to say, yeah. you get to change. You get to show up today and say, yeah. God, I'm going to do what you've asked me to do with what you've given me to the best of my ability for your glory and your glory alone. Man, come on. Come on. So, so good. And you know what I just thought? 
we forget that faithfulness is a is an attribute of the father and when we're faithful and we show up we get to look like him which means ultimately we're bringing him glory yeah. you know it's not something to just yeah. put in our little ledger of i'm going to be faithful and i hope he finds me faithful mm-hmm. it's i hope i look more and more like you god i hope that i do that mm-hmm. it's so good well, right, well, we need to wrap up the section, but I, I mean, Jamie and I are similar in the sense that we don't cook. So if you guys want to demonstrate your faithfulness <laughs> and cook us extravagant meals, we'll list our address in the we'll show notes. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> we have some questions love- in the next section. Let's move. Let's move into that. Yes. We just want to listen and maybe we can do some good. You said what? Y'all are so cute. I cannot get over it. (laughs) All right. We love hearing from you guys, our community, our listeners, and we love to incorporate you into the show when we can. So like we told you earlier, we asked you to send us some videos asking Jamie a couple questions. So we have two here. So let's just jump right into the first one. Hey, Jamie. My name is Brittany Rayburn, and I am from Vancouver, Washington. My question for you is how do you stay positive and motivated on a day-to-day basis? Thanks so much. Brittany Rayburn, look at you being all cute sending in a video. I know, right? Top knot and everything. So fun. Top knot and everything. (laughs) Uh, Brittany, that's a good question. And here's the deal. I lean that way. Like, I lean more positive. Um, I also have been around negative people um, Mm. enough in my life to know that I don't want to be that way. And so, as much as I lean positive, I also want to be positive. And so there are certain things I have to do to change that. I'll tell you where it's the hardest for me. Honestly, I think, um, the hardest where it's been, I told you like marriage has been like an easier, like I have friends that like marriage is like their hardest battle. That's not mine, but being positive as a, as a mom sometimes can be my hardest battle. Cause I want to be, mm. cause like I already told you, like I'm mad this morning. Who hasn't taken the trash out? <laughs> and I don't want to show yeah. up every day when my kids come down and be like, Ta-da! you know? So to <laughs> me, <clears throat> I have to make like conscious choices to not do that. So some people, like I told you I lean, so it sounds like I'm lying. I do lean that way. But also, you guys, I just have to decide, like, I don't want to be that person that I see on TV or at the at the playground or at the PTA meeting. <laughs> Who am I lying? I've never been to a PTA meeting in my entire life. So that was a lie right there. But, you know, I just want to, I, I, you have to make decisions sometimes to be positive, Brittany Rayburn, with the cute top knot. I know she's so cute. Well, we do have another listener as well that had another question. We're going to play hers for you. Hey, Candace and Jenny, here is my question for Jamie Ivey. Jamie, how did you give yourself permission to pursue those dreams that you had in your heart? And what sort of lies or false beliefs about yourself did you have to throw off to pursue those things? That's good. What what should her name be? She's actually my friend, you guys. Her name is Jacqueline. (gasps) I know her. I know her. (laughs) Jacqueline, thank you for your question. Um, Her first question is, how did you give yourself permission to chase those dreams? Is that right? Is that what she said? Yeah. Yes. That's a hard question because I don't ever remember like feeling like I had Mm. to give myself permission to chase any dream, but I think I get where she's coming from because a lot of people would maybe feel like, as maybe a woman or a Christian woman or a mom that I should not make those choices. You think that's what she's asking? Kind of like, how did you do that? Because 
Oh, that's just a hard because I don't remember ever feeling like, okay, I need to give myself permission because here's what I also believe. And this is mm. um, might be shocked to some people. I don't believe that marriage and motherhood is the highest calling on a woman's life. Um, and so oh, come on, that gets me in trouble sometimes. Um, I just Take don't. There. I just don't because I have a lot of friends who aren't married and I have a lot of friends who don't have children and that does not make them yeah. any less of a woman than I am. And so there's that. Yeah. But so sometimes I hear yeah. that question of like, how did you go chase your dreams and you're a wife and a mom and how do you do those things? And I just, here's my answer to that in a, in a roundabout way. This is what Jacqueline's asking is that everything looks different in different seasons. And so I already told mm. you like going to do that radio show uh, was just like me doing little steps and following and then, you know, having to pull back, you know, and yeah. do that. Yeah. that was also, you know, giving myself permission to do something different and to fail. I think that I'm so, I'm so stumped by this Jacqueline, because I don't know that I ever gave myself permission. I feel mm. like that answer counts. Like that is an answer to that question. Okay. Okay. And that's yeah. good. I like, yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Listen, we love our community of listeners and people that connect with us and the things that they they add value to this. We always said that when we started Shut the Shut Up, we wanted to hear from you and those of you that are listening. Um, and Jamie, the fact that you're taking time to answer these questions, it's not just an testament a testament to like who you are as a person and the leverage that you have for the influence that you have, but I actually see the joy in your eyes when you get to see our people come up on here and like respond to them. So if you have a question for us in any of this season of Shut the Shut Up, you just DM a video of yourself asking us that question. We're going to get to it. I've enjoyed having Jamie here today. I don't know about you, Jenny. I feel like we've, we yeah. can sit here and gab for like five hours. Um, yes. But I want our listeners to be able to connect with Jamie. Uh, you can find me. I love Instagram. I hang out there a lot um, at Jamie Ivy. Um, my webpage is jamieivy.com. And if you just, this is easy. This is so fun. If you text UBU, which is the name of my book, all one word, no spaces, to 33777, we're going to connect over text. And I love that. That's oh, easy. that's so good. That's way easier. That's awesome. That's awesome. And cool. yeah, so go pick up the book, UBU, sold in all the places and listen to our podcast as well, The Happy Hour. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You know what? One thing that we love to do when we close out every single show is to pray for our listeners because I think um, if there's anything that we should be doing, it's just interceding, going before and standing in the gap for a lot of people, even when they don't know that somebody's praying. Yeah. So just like Ricky Skaggs, somebody's praying, all right? <laughs> Let's pray. I don't know how we can come back from that bumper. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> there was a cat, you guys. There was a cat in the graphics oh, creeping along the screen. I mean, it's if that didn't get you feeling holy, I don't know what is. It's Jamie, take us there, my friend. Kitty reminder. <laughs> Kitty reminder. I'll pray for us. Here we go. <clears throat> Ah, uh, God, 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 we love you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for this conversation. Thank you for an hour of three women who love you deeply um, and want to serve you. Uh, just having conversations. God, I pray that it is a blessing to those that are listening to our voices and watching our our faces and a part of this show. God, I want to just um, <clears throat> I want to pray for every woman who's feeling like maybe she is not enough or she's struggling to figure out where she fits in or or what she should be doing. God, you're faithful. We talked about that. Candace said that you're faithful mm -hmm. to us. Um, you, you can't be anything but faithful. And so God, I just ask that, um, 
that that woman uh, would trust you with that, that would, that would trust you with your calling on her life. God, I pray that she um, would take away and fight the voices that are telling her that she's not enough or that she should look like someone else or she mm. should be doing this. God, and that she would lean in and trust you and what you've got a calling on her life for. God, we love you. We thank you for Jesus because without him, uh, nothing is possible. Uh, nothing happens. Nothing good is in us except for him. Um, yeah. Thank you for him and the fact that you sent him to redeem us and to bring us back to you. Uh, God, thank you for the show and for Candace and Jenny and the work that they're doing um, to encourage people in the spaces that they are. And so I just pray that um, for blessing upon blessing upon the show. Uh, God, we love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, thank you All right. so much, Jamie. Y'all are sure awesome. Thank you. you so much. Thank you. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.